We want to give a quick content warning about this episode. Uh, we have warned you about this before. It is the Bible, and sometimes things get graphic. This particular episode talks a lot about sex. So maybe don't listen to this out loud at work or with your young children, unless you're comfortable having some conversations with them about the stuff that come up in this episode. Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So Jace and Dedeker, wow. I just want to, uh, for all the listeners out there, say what I'm seeing right now, which is quite a mustache on Jace's face. Can we talk about it momentarily? <laughs> yeah, it did just appear magically within a week's it did. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one day it was there, and or it wasn't there, and then the next day it was. It was pretty remarkable. It's the magic of Ezekiel. I feel like a spirit, a spirit your picked upper me lip. up by my upper lip hair and carried me around and showed me a bunch of abominations and wow. then dropped me off here wow. and said, tell everyone about it. And now you have a nice, like very vintage 80s yeah. stash, I would say, or on the way to an 80s stash. It's on the way. I'm saying I'm, I'm at the level of like Clark Gable's more sort of close cut mustache, but my mm. goal is Ted Lasso. That's, yes. that's where yeah. I'm headed and then we'll reevaluate my life and see if uh, see if that's You're a still life. a mustache man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's all, you know what? You it's appropriate for the show because you're almost approaching a Ned Flanders. <laughs> I do have a little bit of that look going you're on here. Right? How is that? How and why is that appropriate for the show? Because it's Christian. He's, because of, oh. we're reading the Bible and we're too blessed to be stressed. It's Ned Flanders. Wait, Ned. Oh, yeah. In From the Simpsons. In the mm-hmm. Simpsons. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually just hoping that that somehow the power of the mustache makes me as positive and kind as Ted Lasso is. That's Aww. really mm. sort of the the goal I'm going for here. Yeah, because we all know you're a real jerk most of the time. <laughs> real Build jerk. Mustache and yeah. kindness will come. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Well, all right. Last week, we had some fun times with whitewashing, with uh, elbow pillows and sewing things to elbows. Yeah, and kerchiefs, kerchiefs that could yes. capture souls. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Definitely some dark mm-hmm. magic going on. Yeah, it was a lot of like lady hating last week. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. these ladies that Hate do. those independent Etsy sellers selling their crafts. It's true. Right. Their demon right. hunting crafts. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. I actually have a listener email to share oh. with us. And now listeners Ooh. don't get excited. This is not a normal occurrence for, for reading out your emails, especially your emails <laughs> that are correcting us. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, but our listener, Daniel, wrote into us and said, I have a grammatical nit to pick with y'all. Hearing you mix up the words cherub and cherubim is just cherubbing my ears the wrong way. Oh my gosh. So okay, pause, see, that's how you get your email read. I'll pause right there. See, that's how you get your email read. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so yeah, so Daniel says there's a rule that basically cherub is singular and cherubim is plural. Hmm. And it's the same 
with like seraph and seraphim. And so basically in Hebrew, turning any masculine noun into its plural form will follow that same suffix of adding an im. So, Got it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We constantly have this talk when we're talking about fonts for our site. And anytime I pick something with serifs or seraphim, Dedeker's like, no, I only like non-seraphim only, fonts. Only the cherub. Yeah, you hate those serifs. Only the cherub fonts. There you go. <laughs> cherub fonts, not serif <laughs> fonts. Yeah. So, okay. So the big like giant thing that comes down that Ezekiel sees, that's mm-hmm. cherubim because there are multiple. Yes, there's multiple. But if there were only one boy, one small huh. infant flying, that would be a cherub. That'd be a cherub. No. Nope. Yes. And maybe one giant four-winged terrifying thing with eyes all over it, cherub. Got it. That's that's what we're talking <laughs> it's about. So adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, Jace, you promised a really beautiful, well, not beautiful necessarily, but like a tasty drink. So I want to hear all about this tasty drink. Yeah. So I'm dedicating this drink to to Emily. Oh, thanks. Aww. Oh, it's beautiful. It's the only thing making it beautiful is the glass that it's in. It's really pretty simple yeah. otherwise. But it's that this is a kombucha drink. Oh, oh wow. This How is healthy. some bourbon mixed with this kombucha flavor is called OMG. Okay. By the Seattle Kombucha Company. <laughs> what does it have? And it's like orange, mango, and ginseng. Uh, is cute. The, the three flavors in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, a, what a good potion. Yeah. But it's quite nice, actually. Like, so it's having a boozy kombucha, but I made it boozy myself rather than buying it that way. Nice. That's also like effervescent and stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I don't usually think of bourbon drinks with some sort of sparkle in there, but maybe there's a first time for everything. So there you go. Well, if you think like a whiskey Coke or a whiskey ginger, those have fizz in them. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. Okay. Yeah. How lovely. How about you, Dedeker? Oh, it looks like some wine. Yes. I'm having a... This is a fistful Shiraz. <laughs> I thought Just that, grabbing that fistful of grapes on the front right yeah, there. Yeah, seemed like something. Seemed like something Yahweh would be into. Yeah. Just a fistful of garbage grapes. Exactly. Uh, although I will say it's an okay Shiraz. Yeah. Mm, just okay. Yeah, it's just okay. Not the worst. Are they maybe garbage grapes? Not the worst. Not the worst for eleven in the morning. There you go. On a Friday. What are the tasting notes mm. of a Shiraz? Is it generally like a kind of bigger grape? This one says dark berry fruit, subtle hints of black pepper and tobacco, hmm. followed by an aromatic spice. Oh, there you go. But kind mm. of only, only a little bit. I'm just kind of okay on all, the, all yeah, those friends. on all those friends. Well, I decided because my uh, best friend is getting married this weekend to do a Prosecco drink. You can mm. sub out for champagne, but... Yeah, his favorite color is green. And so I did a green drink. I did a um, cucumber basil lime Prosecco. So Mm. you just muddle all of those things, lime, juice, basil, and cucumber with a little agave and then top it off with a bunch of Prosecco. And it's very, very tasty, very fresh. Lovely. So we're both doing effervescent drinks today. Yeah, it seems delightful. Yeah, for sure. Is it is it warm down there in Los Angeles? No, it is not. Oh, it's, it's all gloomy like it is up here? Yes. Okay. It really cool. is what, it's 63 out right now, but it feels colder because it's really overcast. It's been a little like, it just hazy and kind of spooky out. Ooh. So I don't know what that's all about, but maybe it's good for our reading of Ezekiel today. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Set the mood for Ezekiel. It's spooky, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. All righty. So what are we reading today? Yeah. So today 
We are continuing on with Ezekiel. We're just doing two chapters today because the first one is a real long boy. Hmm. So we're reading chapters 16 and 17 today. And then we're just going to be doing one psalm, Psalm 67. Nice, short, sweet little psalm, probably by David. I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet. I'm sure. <laughs> if you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Ezekiel 16 17. As we get started, we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's Ezekiel 16. Again, the word of Yahweh came to me saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations and say, Thus says the Lord Yahweh to Jerusalem, Your birth and your birth is of the land of the Canaanites. The Amorite was your father and your mother was a Hittite. Are they talking about like all of Jerusalem or what are they talking, what are they referring to Is this to him, here? I wonder if this is him kind of talking smack about maybe some intermarrying. Oh, that has historically taken place, which we know Yahweh hates also. It's just for me bringing to mind the the French taunting from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, you're like, your mother was a hamster? <laughs> what? And your father smelt like the And your father like smelt Amorites? of elderberries? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Cute. Yeah. It's got to be that. It's just the intermarrying thing. Yeah. Being like, look, I know you did it. Don't try to lie. I'm going to find out. I am Yahweh. I know you did it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I can do a DNA test. Might not be able to for a few thousand years, but I will. <laughs> With my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As for your birth and the day you were born, your navel was not cut. Neither were you washed in water to cleanse you. You weren't salted at all, nor salted like... Okay, hold on. Okay, are they yeah, going to eat saying, okay, yeah. So the normal baby producing process that I know of, as soon as they're out of the oven, cut the cords, R- rub wash them, them off. Rub them in salt, salt bay, the baby. That sounds... <laughs> salt that bay? Not good. Uh, huh. Yeah, not good at all. Their poor little skin, geez. Nor swaddled at all. No eye pitied you to do any of these things to you, to have compassion on you, that you were cast out in the open field yeah. for that your person was aboard in the day that you were born. Is he talking about Ezekiel or is he talking about like Jerusalem in general? This is definitely an allegory applying okay. to how disappointed he is in the people. Yeah, this is what like he's... shucked the baby into a field. Yes. Yeah, that he's telling Ezekiel to tell Jerusalem this. Got it. Now, I do want to read you the message here. Salted baby. It's really basically the same. You still salt the baby. Oh my God. Oh. I love how we gotta we gotta learn more about that. What what is? Yeah, we're that? gonna look up that in the bonus. Yeah, I love how it's setting this up so that rubbing the baby in salt is the good outcome, and you didn't get that. <laughs> Instead, you got thrown out into a garbage field. Yeah, like that's weird. Okay, that also sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, here's here's the message: On the day you were born, your umbilical cord was not cut. You weren't bathed and cleaned up. You weren't rubbed with salt. You weren't wrapped in a baby blanket. No one cared a fig about you. What? Okay, Ezekiel. <laughs> Eugene. Or sorry. Okay, Ezekiel and Eugene. Wow. Yeah, you were thrown out into a vacant lot and left there. Dirty and unwashed. Wait, a vacant lot? Wait, he didn't mention the salting? No, he did. He did we, we did the salt already. Oh, okay. You were not rubbed in salt. 
You were not bathed. You were not rubbed in salt. Not wrapped in a baby blanket. No one cared a fig about you. You were just left in the abandoned Walmart parking lot. Yeah, exactly. It was like, <laughs> what? Like, it wouldn't surprise me if Eugene had said the Walmart parking lot. Or something. Like, really injected some yeah, value judgment exactly. into it. Exactly. Like a, an old Joann's or something. Like, you just <laughs> left them there. <laughs> left in the strip mall. <laughs> an old Joann's that is like turned into a Halloween spirit store yes. once a year, but yes. other, the rest of the time yeah. is just abandoned. Exactly. That's where you left him. <laughs> When I passed by you and saw you weltering in your blood, ew, what in the world? I said to you, though you are in your blood, live. Yes, I said to you, though you are in your blood, live. (laughs) This is horrifying. It's also just funny because it's like, didn't Yahweh like create these people? You know, and he's like, oh, I just happened to walk Mm. by you on my planet and saw like how awesome, like how sad and disgusting you were. So I decided, eh, all right, I'll I'll save him. So maybe he's trying to tell the Israelites that actually they're adopted. Maybe, maybe they're adopted. It's like that scene in There Will Be Blood where he's like, you're just a bastard in a basket. Yes, exactly. (laughs) In an empty Walmart. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This is interesting. That's that's actually a really interesting point you bring up, Emily, and I— I want to get all sort of theological about it and kind of look at it. Please, be a theologian. Because, okay, if we're just looking at what we've learned in the Bible, you know, God created humans, but he didn't create the Hebrews specifically, right? Because they didn't really exist until after Jacob, right? So it was kind of like this. I just sort of made this thing, stepped out for a while, and then later kind of came back and picked out a few of you to be my people. And so those were the dirty baby that he found in the parking lot was the the Hebrews in, in Egypt, I guess. So it's like he did okay. conceive the baby, then figged off for nine <laughs> months. And then... No one gave a fig about them, yes. Came back yeah. and found his baby in a parking lot and decided, sure, okay, why not? Yeah. Yeah, and I guess not in Egypt, but he found them... In Canaan, I guess, because that's where Jacob and his sons were, was in Canaan. Yeah. Yes. It's okay. just strange to me because I thought that he created everyone and everything, but he also like created these people to to not be among his, uh, the Israelites and among those who follow him. So he did both. He like created a problem to solve, I guess. Yeah. Like, what, what was that? Well, I guess as Alan Watts would say, of course, it's boring being God. So you would create a problem for yourself to solve. We humans do it all the he time. He created a lot of problems. Yes, I know humans do it all the time, but he created a lot of problems for himself. Yeah. I caused you to multiply as that which grows in the field, and you increased and grew great, and you attained to excellent ornament. Your breasts were fashioned. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. Oh, dear is right. <laughs> and your hair was grown, yet you were naked and bare. Now, when I passed by you and looked at you, behold... Your time was the time of love, and I spread my skirt over you and covered your nakedness. Yes, I swore to you and entered into a covenant with you, says the Lord Yahweh, and you became mine. Ew. Okay, so this adds more to this um, complicated story of adoption. Yikes. Yeah, I found a baby in a parking lot. And I knew it was my baby. Raised it. But we'd thrown it in the trash, but I decided to raise it anyway. And then it And then I did the more formal, it grew some breasts. That were perfect. And then I decided we should get married, like do a covenant. Yeah. Now you're, I'm going to marry, I'm, yeah. Now it's like Woody Allen and, mm, interesting. Yeah, yikes. And his adopted kid. It's really awkward. Okay. 
Then I washed you with water, yes. I thoroughly washed away your blood from you, and I anointed you with oil. I clothed you also with embroidered work and shod you with seal skin. <laughs> and I girded you about okay. with fine linen and covered you with silk. Wow, okay. He's really going to town on this person. The sealskin just makes me think of the the hazmat suits that they had to use for mm-hmm. handling the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Yeah, because then they have to also wrap it in, in some sealskin seal yeah. or maybe some dugong manatee skin. Yeah. Something, yeah. He's putting like a wetsuit on this person and then also like <laughs> linen and silk. It's really strange mm-hmm. what's happening here. I decked you with ornaments and I put bracelets on your hands and a chain on your neck. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. I put a <laughs> ring on your nose and earrings in your ears and a beautiful crown on your head. It just decked out. Yeah, yeah it's, really. It's interesting because I remember just a few books ago, there was a big rant that Yahweh went on about women wearing jewelry. Do you remember that? How much he hated yeah, jewelry he hated, and he hated bracelets? women who were all decked out. Everything. But when he puts it on, he likes it. But if you I get see. it from anyone or anywhere else, he hates it. Oh my it. God. That's that makes patriarchy. Sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And he's probably going to constantly ask you, like, do you like, do you like your crown? Do you like your earrings? <laughs> do you like it? Why aren't you wearing it? Yeah. <laughs> Thus was was you. Thus was you decked with gold and silver, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and your clothing was of fine linen and silk and embroidered work. You ate fine flour and honey and oil, and you were exceedingly beautiful. And you did prosper to royal estate. Your renown went forth among the nations for your beauty, for it was perfect through my majesty, which I had put on you, says the Lord Yahweh. But you did trust in your beauty and played the prostitute Mm. because of your renown. There it is, drink for repetition. And poured out your prostitution on everyone who passed by. His it was. You took of your garments and made for yourselves high places decked with various colors and played the (laughs) prostitute on them. The like things shall not come, neither shall it be so. You also took your beautiful jewels of my gold and of my silver, which I had given you, and made for yourself images of men, and played the prostitute with them. And you took your embroidered garments and covered them, and did set my oil and my incense before them. I say, okay. He's really angry right now. Yeah. Also, it's interesting that this object lesson is like a woman— I mean, I guess it's not that surprising. It's pretty typical, I would say. You know, that that, that Jerusalem slash Israel has this weird hybrid symbolism of sometimes being my child, sometimes being my, my bride, my child bride. Ew. <laughs> this expi- honestly, this explains so much. And explains a lot about just how our culture in general is super patriarchal, mm and woman hating. Hmm. Yep. It's right here. Hmm. Yep. Goes way back. It's all there. Yep. Yeah. Long tradition. Indeed. Long storied tradition. Tradition. My my bread also, which I gave you, fine flour and oil and honey, with which I fed you, you did even set it before them for a sweet savor. Hmm. And thus it was, said the Lord Yahweh. So he even gave them the bread that Yahweh baked exclusively for you. How mean. Can, I'm sorry, what verse are you on? I'm trying to follow along 20. in the message. And I'm on it's hard because it's so rep, repetitive. Rep, yeah, that's the one. Repet, 
Got Repetitifus. it. In he's trying. Yeah. No, he's trying to Done. like. Perfect. Yes, cherubim. <laughs> That's <laughs> the word. Repetition. Repetitivum. Uh, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Amazing. No, now I'm. I'm about to start twenty. Uh, okay. So, great. Yeah. Moreover, you have taken your sons and your daughters, whom you have borne to me, and these have you sacrificed to them to be devoured. What? Were your prostitution a small matter that you have slain my children and delivered them up in causing them to pass through the fire to them? I guess, did some people, like, do baby sacrifices? or is he Well, really... that, that's the question. We, we, I think we have looked into this in a bonus episode that, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of references to Molech or or Chimosh or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that he's being this fire god who demanded child sacrifice. And it's unclear whether, A, he it was actual baby sacrifice going on, or B, if it was something symbolic, like mm. maybe some fire walking, like you had to walk over a bed of coals or something, and that was like a symbolic sacrifice. Yeah, fire walk with me. Right. Yeah. Or if there was none of that was true, and it was really just a smear campaign to try to talk the Israelites out. You know, it's all propaganda. Because mm. as we've seen these days, the best way to get people to think that a group is evil is immediately go for the they're harming children. Or doing yeah. terrible things to children. And so... Of course. Right. Who knows? Could be any of those. Children. The little children. Mm-hmm. In all your abominations and your prostitution, you have not remembered the days of your youth when you were naked and bare and was weltering in your blood. Why? When you had nothing going for you but the Joanne's parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And what does that mean, was weltering in your blood? Like, are you sitting in a pool of blood like Dexter's baby at the end of season four? Wow, what's spoilers, happening? Emily. Gosh. Oh, come on. That's just been out for like 20 years or 15 years 10 or years something. or something. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Um, to welter is to to be like steeped so, yeah. in literally the, the dictionary saying to, to lie steeped in blood with no help or care. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. essentially. Yeah, exactly what I said. All right. It is. It is happened. What what are I don't okay. It is <laughs> happen. Words? Wait, it is happen after all your wickedness. Woe, woe to you, says the Lord Yahweh, <laughs> that you have built to you a vaulted place and have made you a lofty place in every street. You have built your lofty place at the head of every way and have made your beauty an abomination and have opened your feet to everyone who passed by and multiplied your prostitution. Is that like a euphemism for spreading your legs? I think so, yes. Can I read you the message? This is what I was waiting for us to get to. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, this is verses 23 and 24. And then to top off all your evil acts, you built your bold brothels in every town square. Doom, doom to you, says God the Master. At every major intersection, you built your bold brothels and exposed your sluttish sex. Okay. <laughs> spreading your legs for everyone who passed by. <laughs> boy, oh sluttish boy. sex. Wow, Eugene. He really gets so excited anytime. Anytime anything remotely to, sexual yeah. comes up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're not slutty. They're just sluttish. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. And it's not, not even... Well, and they're not saying you. They're talking about your sluttish sex, which I'm assuming refers to a specific part of the body. Yeah. Your V. Mm, yeah, yeah, your sluttish bad V. v. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> your sluttish V. <laughs> 
You have also committed sexual immortality with the Egyptians. Your right. immorality. Immorality. Um, immorality, sorry. <laughs> that would be funny. Okay. If we're just sexually immortal. <laughs> very different. Whatever that Very means. different book going on. Immorality. You have also committed sexual immorality with the Egyptians, your neighbors. Great of flesh. What? Great of flesh? Does that mean what I think it means? Like they were hung? Yeah. <laughs> like Good. that show, Hung. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Probably. And have multiplied your prostitution to provoke me to anger. See, therefore, I have stretched out my hand over you and have diminished your ordinary food, and have delivered you to the will of those who hate you, the daughters of the Philistines who are ashamed of your lewd way. Okay. What? Oh, sorry. Eugene is just, just really going on a rampage. freaking wild. He is just so losing excited. his mind right now. Okay, okay. This is verses 25 through 27. And then you went international with your whoring. What? <laughs> It gets better. Calm down, Eugene. You fornicated with the Egyptians, seeking them out in their sex orgies. Okay. The more promiscuous you became, the angrier I got. Yeah. Finally, I intervened, reduced your borders, and turned you over to the rapacity of your enemies. Get this. Even the Philistine women, can you believe it? We're shocked at your sluttish life. And we know those Philistine women. Well, well we know. <laughs> That's really saying something. And that that little can you believe it is actually like dash dash before and after. Like a little interjection. Like even the Philistine women, am I right? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? We're shocked. Yes. He needs to calm. Eugene just needs to calm down. He's so excited. You have played the prostitute also with the Assyrians because mm. you were insatiable. Yes, you have played the prostitute with them. And yet you weren't satisfied. You have moreover multiplied your prostitution to the land of merchants, to Chaldea. And yet you weren't satisfied with this. How weak is your heart, says the Lord Yahweh, seeing you do all these things, the work of an impudent prostitute and that you build your vaulted place at the head of every way and make your lofty place in every street and have not been as a prostitute and that you scorn pay. What? Scorn pay. What? Yeah, I got a little lost at the end there. Mm. Yeah, so you, you built your bold brothels at every intersection. Yeah, bold brothels. Yep. Yeah. And you're like, N I don't need pay. Just Internationally viable company. Come on, I'll do it for free or what? BB Incorporated. It's like it's like socialized medicine, but socialized prostitution. Okay. So it says, open up your whorehouses in every neighborhood, but you were different from regular whores and that you wouldn't accept a fee. Oh, you were just like, you were just straight up thirsty. Socialized prostitution. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, um, I think it's the next person's yeah, turn. Yeah, I should, are we, should we take a break? Should we have a little breather in the midst of that? Or should I just keep on going on this I think we need to keep going. Train? You think we got to keep going? Yeah. All right, All yeah. Right. Let's get to the end of this chapter and then we'll take our break yeah. to, to okay. calm down. We were still. Yeah, so there's a lot going on here. Can't stop in the middle. Yeah, exactly. A wife who commits adultery? Exclamation point. Who takes strangers instead of her husband? Exclamation point. <laughs> okay. They give gifts to all prostitutes, but you give your gifts to all your lovers and bribe them that they may come to you on every side for your prostitution. 
you are different from other women in your prostitution in that none follows you to play the prostitute. And whereas you give hire and no hire is given to you, therefore you are different. Hire? Therefore. Okay. Prostitute. What do you mean hire? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me, <laughs> just Eugene can't stop. He can't stop. Yeah. He's freaking can't out right stop, now. Can't stop. Okay. So he says, you know, and men commonly pay their whores. But you pay your lovers, exclamation point. You bribe men from all over to come to bed with you. You're just the opposite of the regular whores who get paid for sex. Instead, you pay men for their favors. You even pervert whoredom. Jesus. You can't even do that right. That's what he's saying. Oh, my goodness. This guy is freaking out. He's mad. Yeah. He's really mad. And this guy is God, though, right? <laughs> yes. Like, God's yeah. pissed. According to Ezekiel, yes. He's going off. But then he's also going to, like, you know, coddle the people afterwards and say, it's okay. It's okay. But I love you. You're my little gross baby. Baby wife. I mean. In blood. The next generation, maybe. Maybe. Ew. Therefore, prostitute, hear the word of Yahweh. Thus says the Lord Yahweh. Because your filthiness was poured out and your nakedness uncovered through your prostitution with your lovers, and because of all the idols of your abominations and for the blood of your children that you gave to them, therefore see, I will gather all your lovers with whom you have taken pleasure and all those who you have loved with all those who you have hated. I will even gather them against you on every side and will uncover your nakedness to them that they may see all your nakedness. I mean, I think, I think he, they've seen they've it. They've probably already seen it at I this point. I think he's describing the setup for a, like a Jerry Springer episode. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to get... He's like, I'm going to take all yes. your lovers, also all your enemies, put them all in the same room. Got it. <laughs> and then we'll see what you're all and about. And we're going to have ratings like gangbusters. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I will judge you as women who break wedlock and shed blood are judged, and I will bring on you the blood of wrath and jealousy. I will also give you into their hand, and they shall throw down your vaulted place and break down your lofty places, and they shall strip you of your clothes and take your beautiful jewels, and they shall leave you naked and bare. They shall also bring up a company against you, and they shall stone you with stones, good, and thrust you through with their swords. Jeez. Uh, <sighs> this is intense. Hmm. They shall burn your houses with fire and execute judgments on you in the sight of many women. And I will cause you to cease from playing the prostitute and you shall also give no hire anymore. Well, you're going to be super dead by then. Yeah, so. definitely. So will I cause my wrath toward you to rest and my jealousy shall depart from you and I will be quiet and will be no more angry. Oh, oh my God. God. Wow. wow. Because wow. you have not remembered the days of your youth, but have raged against me in all these things. Therefore, behold, I will also bring your way on your head, says the Lord Yahweh, and you shall not commit this lewdness with all your abominations. Behold, everyone who uses Proverbs shall use this proverb Whoa. against you. Okay, what's okay. the proverb? What is it? This whole, yeah. subset, this whole subset of the population that uses Proverbs. Wouldn't that be everybody? Don't we all use idioms? Probably, yeah. In Proverbs mm -hmm. at some point? Yeah. Okay. Everyone who uses Proverbs shall use this proverb against you, saying, as is the mother, so is her daughter. You are the daughter of your mother, who loathes her husband and her children, and you are the sister of your sisters, who loathe their husbands and their children. Your mother was a hamster, your mother was a Hittite, and your father an Amorite. 
Your elder sister is Samaria, who dwells at your left hand, she and her daughters. And your younger sister, who dwells at your right hand, is Sodom and Wait, her daughters. Isn't Samaria the ring chick? S- Samara. That's Samara. Close, though. Yeah. Same thing. Okay. May as well. We can cast Samara as Samaria oh, in this gosh. case. Oh, gosh. Wow. Would be a good cameo there. <laughs> yeah, the little ring girl. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> okay. Yet have you not walked in their ways, nor done after their abominations, but as if that were a very little thing, you were more corrupt than they in all your ways. As I live, says the Lord Yahweh, Sodom, your sister, has not done. She nor her daughters, as you have done, you and your daughters. What? Goodness. <coughs> Sorry, this is really bringing up yeah. the bile. Yeah. <laughs> your body's rejecting it. Your body's like, no. My body is no, just can't. Don't say these words. As I live, says the Lord Yahweh, Sodom, your sister has not done. Oh, yeah, daughters, yes, daughters, yes. Okay, behold. This was the iniquity of your sister Sodom. Pride, fullness of bread, and prosperous ease was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. Like she was really full of bread. I see. She had bread, but didn't give it to the poor. That's oh, I see. Is that what? We're... She, was, she was just full of full just full of bread. Of bread yeah, you know, just bread everywhere. Full of those those you know empty carbohydrates. <laughs> right. Got it. Okay. They were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. Neither has Samaria committed half of your sins. But you have multiplied your abominations more than they and have justified your sisters by all your abominations which you have done. You also bear you your own shame in that you have given judgment for your sisters through your sins that you have committed more abominable than they. They are more righteous than you. Sorry, they are more righteous that you, colon, yes. Be also (laughs) confounded. Yes, check and check. Yeah, we are confounded. confounded, No problem there. (laughs) And bear your shame in that you have justified your sisters. I will turn again their captivity, the captivity of Sodom and her daughters, and the captivity of Samaria and her daughters, and the captivity of your captives in the midst of them, that you may bear your own shame and may be ashamed because of all that you have done in that you are a comfort to them. Your sisters, I I just, okay. We're almost there. This whole metaphor of everyone's a woman and everyone's related to each other. It's really weird. Is intense. Your sisters, Sodom and her daughters, shall return to their former estate, and Samaria and her daughter shall return to their former estate, and you and your daughter shall return to your former estate. I, feel like, I see you stroking your mustache, Jace. Yeah. It's, Is that I'm, like... In a confounded way. Are you interested in saying something or... Well, yeah, I'm trying to... It just sounds like... I don't know, a plot point out of some sort of like Regency era Mm. drama or something Mm. like that, where it's like all this stuff goes wrong and sort of the punishment at the end is like, and you need to go back to your estate and you're going back to your estate and you're going back to your (laughs) estate and you can no longer carouse with each other or something like that. Mm -hmm. For your sister Sodom was not mentioned by your mouth in the day of your pride before your wickedness was uncovered as at the time of the reproach of the daughters of Syria and of all who are round about her, the daughters of the Philistines, who do despite to you round about. What? No, that made sense. I'm just going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going. You've borne your lewdness and your abomination, says Yahweh. For thus says the Lord Yahweh, I will also deal with you as you have done, who have despised the oath in breaking the covenant. Nevertheless, I will remember my covenant with you in the days of your youth, and I will establish to you an everlasting covenant. Then shall you remember your ways and be ashamed, 
when you shall receive your sisters, your elder sisters, and your younger, and I will give them to you for daughters, but not by your covenant. It's the worst Wait. boyfriend ever. <laughs> oh, okay. Now we got like some sister daughters <laughs> turning into your daughters. Sister wives. Sister what? Like what is happening yeah, here? Yeah, this is... Sister daughters, some sons bins yeah, maybe will be in so there. Confusing. I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall know that I am Yahweh, that you may remember and be confounded. Yeah, we, were, we are. And never open your mouth anymore. <laughs> just, just be silent. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna be good. Just no talkie. No talkie, yeah. no more. No more. Yeah, shush, yeah. shush. You only shush, get yourself shush. into trouble when you open your mouth. <laughs> just <laughs> don't. Open in your mouth and open in your legs. Wow. And never open your mouth anymore because of your shame. When I have forgiven you all that you have done, says the Lord Yahweh. Wow, that was... Jesus, Krizos. Yeah, I'm speechless. Also, like, wasn't Ezekiel supposed to be, like, taking that all down to, like, tell everyone? Oh, he definitely was. uh, And I think Sorry, God, can you repeat that? I think even Ezekiel would be like, this is kind of harsh in my trip, Yahweh. I was kind of having a good time. Yeah, this is pretty bad, man. (laughs) Hanging out with the cherubim and stuff, and now this is just a bunch of slut-shaming and... Mm. Not cool. Not Yeah. Boy, okay. I need a I need a break. I need a pause yeah. to re- regroup after yep. that doozy of a chapter there. Yeah. So yep. before we go on to read our second chapter of today, chapter seventeen, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show. If if gosh, I'm like if this if you like listening to this, I can't even. It's hard hard to conceive. <laughs> there are moments. If you're a sick person. There are moments that what is we wrong have enjoyed. With you? That we have enjoyed a, a lot. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I like what Sean is suggesting in the chat. He's saying we need a Ted Lasso pep talk after that. You think you can whip one of those? Yeah, out? I'll see what I can Chase? come up with during this break here. Good, good, <laughs> good. But if this show is something that you enjoy and you somehow have gotten value out of this episode, we would love your support. Tell your friends about it. Maybe don't start them with this episode, but like start at the beginning of this book and work your way up to this point here. That would be great. We would love to just have more people listening to the show. Please share about it on social media. If this episode really affected you, maybe talk about that. I don't know. Gosh, I'm like, I'm so discombobulated <laughs> after that chapter. Uh, also, if you are able to afford it after the therapy bills you've had to pay from listening to this episode, we would love your support on Patreon at patreon.com slash study. You can become one of our parishioners there. And as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, Emily's drink recipes every week, personal toasts on the show. It's a blast. We would love to have you there. Uh, And we also have a fun Facebook group called Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship that's open to everybody. And we're back. All right, here we go with Ezekiel 17. The word of Yahweh came to me saying, Son of man, Put forth a riddle and speak a parable to the house of Israel and say, Thus says the Lord Yahweh. Okay, I think this is the riddle we're about to get here. Oh boy. Okay, what walks on four legs in the morning (laughs) and two legs in the afternoon and three legs in the evening? This actually looks kind of similar to that. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Here's the riddle A great eagle with great wings and long feathers full of feathers, which had various colors, came to Lebanon and okay, took... Okay, so a pretty... Uh, so, okay, yeah. hold on. Okay. I, we got to mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. through this. Long, many-colored bird. Got to make sure we're really digesting this. So a badass 
Technicolor eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Gigantic Technicolor mm-hmm. eagle. Came to Lebanon. Shows up. Okay. And took the top of the cedar. Colon. What? He cropped off the topmost of the young twigs of it and carried it to a land of traffic. Huh? Los Angeles, I assume, right? These people <laughs> don't know what traffic okay. is. So he carries it to the 405. Okay, yeah. It's right over there. This little like Charlie Brown Christmas tree. He crops off a Charlie Brown Christmas tree off the top of a, the tallest yep. cedar in the woods. And he throws it onto the 405. Okay. Uh-huh. Onto the 405, causing a horrible yeah. he, accident. He said it. And LA never recovered. He said it in a city of merchants. Okay. He took also of the seed of the land and planted it in a fruitful soil. He placed it beside many waters. He set it as a willow tree. It grew and became a spreading vine of low stature whose branches turned toward him and the roots of it were under him. Colon. So it became a vine and brought forth branches and shot forth sprigs. Okay, so this is still going. This is not the end of the riddle. This is not the normal format of a yeah. riddle. But Very I guess we'll wait till the end. <laughs> there was also another great eagle okay. with great wings. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And many feathers. Meanwhile, okay. Ezekiel's like, uh, uh, I, I don't, okay, I don't know if I can answer this. Uh, how can I tell people if I don't know the answer? Okay, two, yep. two technic. Te- is the second one technicolor as well? This one has great wings and many feathers, but nothing about colors is mentioned. Okay, one of them is a monochrome, boring yeah. eagle. Okay. Still the other one's a technicolor uh-huh. eagle. Just not okay. okay, with great wings and many feathers, and behold, this vine did bend its roots toward him and shot forth its branches toward him from the beds of its plantation that he might water it. It was planted. Who, the bird. The, so that the bird, bird. would... I mean, the bird planted it. So I assume it's a bird gardener. Well, this is the clearly. second bird now. The first bird planted it. Yes. Second yes. bird oh. comes along. Second bird is Got it. seducing it. Okay. I think that's the idea, yeah. Got it, okay. It was planted in a good soil by many waters that it might bring forth branches and that it might bear fruit and that it might be a godly vine. Not a garbage vine. Okay. But it loves God. Yeah, <laughs> a godly one. Okay, now... I'm sorry, a goodly vine. Did I say godly vine? Oh, goodly. Yeah, you said godly. You did. I thought it was goodly. Like goody proctor. Goodly. Yeah. Yes, goody proctor, yeah. yes. A goody proctor vine. A goodly vine. Say you, thus says the Lord Yahweh. Colon. I guess here's the, the riddle part. That's the <laughs> okay, setup. okay, okay. Thus says... This is just the context. This is the, ba- the backstory. Yeah. Thus says the Lord Yahweh. Shall it prosper? Shall he not pull up the roots of it and cut off the fruit of it that it may wither? that all its fresh springing leaves may wither, and not by a strong arm or much people can it be raised from the roots of it. Yes, behold, being planted, shall it prosper? Shall it not utterly wither when the east wind touches it? It shall wither in the beds... Oh, I'm sorry, that was the question. question. It, it shall wither in the beds where it grew. End of statement. But is that... Was that the answer to the riddle? It's going to wither? Wait. I'm, I'm unclear. Hold, okay. Two eagles, both alike in dignity. <laughs> yes. One of them colorful, one of them not. Yep. Flying around, planting seeds. The, the second one didn't plant any seeds. It was watering. But the, but the plant likes the other eagle more and wants him to water it with whatever implication you want to take that with. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. How's the message layout this riddle? Yeah. Huh. Better? That's an interesting question. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you want the whole riddle? Maybe give us the highlights. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the first eagle is described as a great eagle with a huge wingspan and long feathers in full plumage and bright colors. Okay. Love it. Uh, takes the top off the tree, took it to a land of traders. So traffic, Tra- I guess, means trade traffic. Okay. Oh, okay. Set it down in a city of shopkeepers. And then, well, this is interesting. Then he took a cutting from the land. Oh, I see. That's the seed of the land. Took a cutting from the mm-hmm, land and mm-hmm. planted it in good, well-watered soil, like a willow on a riverbank. <laughs> Beautiful. And it sprouted and grew, and it was great. Okay, then there was another great eagle with a huge wingspan and thickly feathered. Again, no mention of the colors. Okay. And it reached out to him so he could water it. Yeah, same thing. Okay, so here's the riddle part, according to Eugene. Will it thrive? Won't he just pull it up by the roots and leave the grapes to rot and the branches to shrivel up a withered dead vine? Well, I don't know, Eugene. You haven't given me the criminal profile background of this second eagle. I have no idea. As far as I know, it's just another cool eagle hanging out who enjoys plants. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, all we know is what the eagle did, not the who the eagle is. Not like what kind of person. It was an icicle. That's always the answer. It was an icicle. Mm. They used an icicle mm. to murder yeah. Yeah, the yeah. plant. That's good. Yes. That's good. Okay, so so that was the, the question. That was the proverb slash riddle, whatever it is. It's not a proverb. Okay. Okay. Moreover, <laughs> the word of Yahweh came to me saying, say now to the rebellious house, don't you know what these things mean? And the rebellious house is like, nah, do you? <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't think you do. <laughs> I think the rebellious house is, I'm going to smoke what he's smoking. <laughs> right. Okay, I think we're getting it explained. Maybe you don't want to smoke what yeah. Ezekiel's smoking. Like, this is getting rough here. Tell them, behold, the king of Babylon came to Jerusalem and took the king of it and the princes of it and brought them to him in Babylon. And he took of the seed royal and made a covenant with him. He also brought him under an oath and took away the mighty of the land, that the kingdom might be base, that it might not lift itself up, and that by keeping his covenant, it might stand. But he rebelled against him in sending his ambassadors into Egypt, that they might give him horses and much people. Shall he prosper? Is it like riddle part two? No. Okay. (laughs) Shall he escape who does such things? The answer is no. Shall he break the covenant and yet escape? Well, no. Yahweh wouldn't allow for that. No? (laughs) Like, I don't know where we're going with this. It's a really bad riddle. I feel like I'm walking into a trap. Yeah, it's... I'm sorry, Ezekiel. I was much more into your visions of cherubim and your little... That that was awesome. You know, miniatures and stuff. Trying to hand it like riddles and stand up. I just, I can't. No. <laughs> was that stand up? <laughs> Nothing about that was funny, Dedeker. Worst stand up set ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm kind of, I'm going to interpret his whole slut shamey chapter as maybe his attempt at stand up. It was terrible. Mm. It was terrible, Ezekiel. Trying to be like a, like a takedown comic and it was just bad. It was just bad. Not even funny. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Ezekiel, stick to what we know you best for, which is doing some really good trips. Yeah. Come on, man. Right. On. Yeah. Okay. As I live, says the Lord Yahweh, surely in the place where the king dwells, who made him king, whose oath he despised and whose covenant he broke, even with him in the midst of Babylon, he shall die. 
Neither shall Pharaoh, with his mighty army and great company, help him in the war, when they cast up mounds and build forts to cut off many persons. Is the okay, sorry, I'm trying I'm trying to parse this. I'm really trying uh-huh. to parse this. Is the idea he's trying to make the point that as long as you're essentially enslaved or having to make bargains with these greater powers, you're never really going to be free or prosper. So whether it's mm. the awesome eagle that is Babylon or the awesome eagle that is Egypt, they're still taking advantage of you Probably. and you're not gonna Yeah. you're not gonna grow any good grapes. It's only gonna be garbage grapes. Do you think that's close to correct? It's good, Dedeker. You, yeah, you got the riddle. Thank you. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. I knew how to bullshit my way through that's Sunday school class. Well <laughs> you did it. Well done. Well done. Okay. So, for he has despised the oath by breaking the covenant, and behold, he had given his hand, and yet has done all these things. He shall not escape. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, as I live, surely my oath that he has despised and my covenant that he has broken, I will even bring it on his own head. I will spread my net on him. What? And he shall be taken in my snare, and I will bring him to Babylon, and will enter into judgment with him there for his trespass that he trespassed against me. A little foreshadowing of the Lord's Prayer there. That's good. Oh, is that a, oh yeah, forgive me my Mm -hmm. trespasses or something? Uh Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you got it. Wow. 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 That cultural knowledge is in there somewhere. Yeah. It's in there somewhere. All his fugitives in all his bands shall fall by the sword. Or belong to us. (laughs) All his bands are belong to us, yes. Shall fall by the sword, and those who remain shall be scattered toward every wind. And you shall know that I, Yahweh, have spoken it. Thus, says the Lord Yahweh, I will also take of the lofty top of the cedar... We've come back around to the metaphor here. Oh, okay, 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 okay. good, 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 good. exciting. The lofty top of the cedar, and we'll set it. I will crop off from the topmost of its young twigs a tender one, Mm. and will plant it on a high and lofty mountain. In the mountain of the height of Israel will I plant it, and it shall bring forth boughs and bear fruit, and be a goodly cedar, and under it shall dwell all birds of every wing, what? Aww. Every single bird. Oh, All birds. Cute. It'll be like a di- the Disney princess of trees. Oh. Yes. Oh. That's cute. In the shade of the branches of it shall they dwell. All the trees of the field shall know that I, Yahweh, have brought down the high tree, have exalted the low tree, have dried up the green tree, and have made the dry tree to flourish. I, Yahweh, have spoken and have done it. He really has to like put himself up on a pedestal, man. He really has to. Yeah, you're always like, have you seen trees? Have you seen trees? They're awesome, right? Excuse excuse me. Excuse me. Have you seen trees? (laughs) Right? They're the best thing ever. I made all of them. I did not expect we'd be starting out with extreme slut shaming and end up in weird tree porn. It was a real pivot. It really like changed <laughs> what I expected to be happening there. It was very And some strange. salted babies in the in-between. Yeah. Mm, salted and babies. And we, we passed through the Joanne's parking lot Jeez. on the way. <laughs> what a journey. What a journey. <laughs> this hasn't been a boring book. I'll give it that much. Oh, no. Yeah. No, oh, no, no, no. Still takes the cake for least boringest book yeah. of the Bible so far. So far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until Revelation. But yeah. 
Well, should we top all that off with a baby psalm? Yeah, a little cherry, little little baby cherry psalm right on top of our cupcake. Baby cherry psalm. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. For the chief musician with stringed instruments, a psalm, a song, 67. May God be merciful to us, bless us, and cause his face to shine on us. Selah. Oh, like Moses. Yeah. That your way may be known on earth and your salvation among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, God. Let all the peoples praise you. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you will never judge, or sorry, for you will judge the peoples with equality. With equity, not never. You will judge the peoples with equity and govern the nations on earth. Selah. Let the people praise you, God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, even our own God, will bless us. God will bless us. All the ends of the earth shall fear him. Got dark at the end there. Yeah, that was kind of nice for a minute, and then it wasn't. It was like, whoa, chill. Okay. Oh nice little shorty. I imagine David wrote that like on his commute somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's taking like a, an Uber, you know, from one apartment to his friend's apartment. It was his like Uber chariot. A couple blocks down the road. He was. <laughs> Participating in Psalmtober or something like that, where you write a psalm every day. <laughs> every single day. And this day. day, he just didn't have a lot of time. So he's like, okay, uh, I got to just do something quick. Uh, the peoples, the peoples. Uh, I don't, how do I end this? <laughs> how do I end this? Uh, and everyone will fear him. <laughs> okay, done, send. Usual, perfect. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm at Beth Deepa's house. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, oh boy, you two. Well, yep. you two. We have yep. some toes. What have we done? Yeah. We do have some toast. Yeah. You're right. Let's end this on a high note. super exciting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should. Okay. Yes. We have two new patrons. We have Keisha and Coraline. So let's raise a glass and toast to our new patrons. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you to Keisha and Coraline for helping to support this show, helping us show up at the pulpit <laughs> week after week. Yeah. It's a labor of love. You know, truly, the labor of love. Yeah. And we're, yeah, truly by supporting us, you're storing up treasures mm-hmm. in mm. drunk Bible study heaven. And maybe when we do open up our chain of archipelago sandwich pubs, love we can give you like a $5 coupon or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's, these, are you kidding good. me? These people are like, everyone here should at least get a $6 coupon. No, we <laughs> <Okay>. like, <laughs> because maybe a drink everyone, ticket. A yes, drink ticket. A drink right? ticket. Yes. Yeah, a drink ticket. Or, or yeah. maybe yes. early access to some kind of a archipelago sandwich pub rewards card. Maybe they get yeah. double points or something like oh, that. That's good. Oh, that's cute. We'll invite you all to the soft open. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's for good. sure. Yeah, yeah. Soft yeah. open for patrons yeah, yeah. only. Love it. You yes. get to come to the early tastings when we yes. do new drinks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Exclusive mm-hmm. events. Yeah. Boy, I yes. can't wait for us to open yes. this pub. Yeah. I, from everything I've heard. <laughs> this chain of pubs, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Big chain Owning of pubs. a restaurant is the worst. Along with whenever sex work is finally legalized, then our international chain of bold brothels, TM, 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 TM. Bold, bold brothels. brothels. I love it. 
Yeah. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. All righty, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com when we screw up things like cherubs and cherubim. <laughs> Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. You know